Okay, so I want to welcome everyone to this week's edition of the Northern Nerdcast, where we showcase the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events that happen in and around the city of Edmonton. The Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATV. Please feel free to head on over to albertapodcastnetwork.com for a list of amazing Alberta-made podcasts. Uh, we would also like to encourage everyone out there that if you enjoy this episode, that if you can, to share it with your friends on social media. This way, we are able to help grow the community here in Edmonton and keep everyone up to date on the latest news and information regarding the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events that happen in and around the city. Also, if you or someone you know would like to be featured on our show, please feel free to contact us over at northernnerdnetwork.com. Now, let's get on with the show. All right, so welcome back once again to the Northern Nerdcast. My name is Dan Shessel, and of course, we have the one, the only, Chelsea Thompson. Say hello. Hi, guys. I'm getting a little bit of static on my my earphones. Are they coming through? Uh, a little bit Weird. here and there, but I think you're yeah. good. It may just be a loose cord. Might be. Uh, all right. Uh, today we also have uh, joining us from High Level Games, uh, Quinn. And I asked asked you how your uh, last name was earlier, and I totally uh, forgot how to say it now. <laughs> Quinn Morkey, but uh, at High Level Games they call me VP Quinn. Nice. All right. All right so there we go. Uh, and we're going to talk a lot about uh, a little bit high. We're uh, we're going to talk about high-level games a little later on in the show. But first off, we like to ask or really get down to the soul of each individual that we have <laughs> on our show here. Uh, and uh, the best way we know how to do that is by asking everybody what's on their geek shelf. So, Quinn, uh, what's on your geek shelf? Well, I have so many things on my geek shelf. Um, but today, I'd like to talk about this very cool um piece of memorabilia that was gifted to me. So uh, this is a um, dragon claw pipe that was given to me one time. Um, what happens is, is that me and my friends get together a couple of times a year and we rent a house or we go to a community center or something and we book an entire weekend and we bit pitch in for food and pop and whatever and we play games for the whole weekend um kind of to simulate as our lives are going on that joy of when you were young and first in first discovered all your nerd loves and had no responsibilities and could play for 30 <laughs> hours straight so we do that a few times a year and whoever uh, is game mastering or running it often gets a gift from the other ones and i got this very cool carved um clawed thing now the problem is, is i don't actually smoke a pipe so it just sits on a shelf but i think it's so cool um yeah that's on my geek shelf Nice. That's awesome. Uh, I want to also say hello to everybody out there in our chat room. Uh, once again, if you do have any questions or you'd like to comment on anything, uh, please, you guys can watch this video live every Sunday night here on eight, at 8 o'clock. Uh, and yeah, you guys can come down, con uh, comment that whole bit. Uh, we, we read your comments live on the air as well. So you guys can do that. Uh, Chelsea? Mm -hmm. How was your week? My week, I mean, my couple of weeks, because we were off last week for Remembrance Day. So my couple of weeks have been pretty good. I've been working lots with the school board, picking up some days here and there on set, doing some background. Last night I shot a commercial, which was super fun. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, lots of things plugging along, trying to get everything packed and ready because I'm moving at the end of the month, so we're less than two weeks out now. Um, yeah, and then once the move happens, God, dare I say it, it's a little bit early, but then I 
got to get ready for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. How about you, Dan? How's your last couple of weeks been? I know I asked you before we went on air, but I'll ask you again. Are you completely recovered from uh, your 24-hour gaming marathon? The last podcast that uh, we had, we were sending you off to bed as the podcast started. Well, I had a couple of weeks to re recuperate uh, since then. <laughs> I have been working like nonstop since that point. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I still am a little bit tired, uh, but I'm okay. Like really, it's... I'm back into normal swing of things by now. Uh, I I've been spending a lot of time playing uh, Mario Odyssey the last little while. Uh, I cannot stop. And and my kid, he's also not even been on for a too. destiny break. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've actually kind of put down destiny for the moment because Mario Odyssey is so what? good. Ah, <laughs> uh, it is. It's phenomenal uh yes uh we do we're, we're we're planning some more uh cool stuff for next year's extra life already mm -hmm. um i don't want to say too much about it quite yet but uh just keep in mind that we do have some awesome things that are happening uh but yes uh yeah mario odyssey is so good so good uh nehemiah ne like my my oldest boy uh it's been a competition between me and him to to see how like because he's like plowing he, through this game. Is he kicking your butt? He's, he's yeah, he's, he's kicking like, your butt. Isn't oh he? yeah, he's he's running through this thing way faster than I ever. And I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> it's surprising. And, and Trina's like getting into this one too. So we all have our own saves on the game, and <laughs> uh, and and I think no, she did not. She was going to take the the switch, uh, but she didn't. <laughs> But yeah, it's been fantastic. Nice. How about you, Quinn? How have your last couple of weeks been? What have you been up to? Anything fun and exciting been on the docket in the last little bit? Well, I, we do mainly tabletop role-playing games, so I've been trying to get a couple of games up off the ground. Um, I'm GMing a game of Numenera that's been really exciting. I played all afternoon. Um, we just started up a game of Savage Rifts uh, that I'm playing in, uh, as well as we're doing a actual play of Star Trek Adventures by Modiphius. And what we're doing with that is I have a cast and we're streaming it live on Twitch every Monday night at 530. Uh, so tune in tomorrow. Nice. We just put up our um, first episode uh, on YouTube and Twitch um, two Mondays ago, and we'll be back tonight. And basically, um, that is a phenomenal game because I'm a huge Star Trek nerd from way back. <laughs> and uh, what we have is we actually have three writers that are working on it and a producer that is going to take the audio that's from the actual play. Um, we're putting it all out live right now, but also uh, we're taking that and we're turning it into a podcast and we're going to put professionally um, done sound effects and music and all kinds of stuff to make it as good as possible. It's one of the more ambitious projects we've done at high level games. So I'm both Sweet. like an old school radio play. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Except it will still be kind of a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're doing 12 episodes. Like each episode will be kind of a mini adventure and I promised my gamers that uh, one of the episodes will be a special Mirror Universe episode. <laughs> and so that'll be exciting. And uh, Modifius has been really generous with us. So he's given us uh, $20 American uh, coupon codes for us to give out. So if you check out our live uh, video or check it out on YouTube, you have to watch for when I announce the contest, but uh, the contest can be entered and you can get yourself a $20 Modifius uh, gift card. Or not okay. gift card, gift code. So, Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, have to, I have to Busy point bit. out one thing here. Uh, Dog Daytona has commented in our chat room, uh, and he's one of our local uh, Twitch streamers here in Edmonton. Uh, and I did get to, last weekend, I got to do the the after party uh with uh, all the extra life folks and uh i did play some halo and i going back to the old halo games 
the controls are so weird. <laughs> I am not used to playing Halo anymore. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's been so long. And you get used to playing like Destiny and all these other new shooters, and you get started playing Halo, and you're like, oh, I can't zoom in to shoot. Oh man, this is yeah. Uh, we did have a hard time playing uh, some some of the games, and it was a lot slower than I I remember it being. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Awesome. Uh, so. That's pretty much our whole beginning. Uh, that's it. All right. Our, our, our lovely oh. introduction. That's our lovely introduction. <laughs> We're going to quickly take a quick break here, uh, and we will uh, get back to talking a lot more about uh, high-level games. And, uh, yeah. All right. So the Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast, powered by ATB. And one of the great things about being part of the Alberta Podcast Network is having a sponsor like ATB behind us. And one of the great things about ATB is their awesome community outreach and development program, ATB Listens. That's right, Dan. Not only that, but they also strive to make everyday banking better for Albertans too, with great options like Samsung Pay and the no-fee all-in digital account. The Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, is such a great fit for us. If you're looking for the same kind of fit with your bank, you should totally check them out. Exactly. And so you guys can head on over to atb.com slash listens to find out more about how ATB is listening to Albertans and what they can do for you. And that's how ATB listens. All right, so like I said earlier, uh, we have Quinn joining us today uh, from High Level Games. Uh, and so Quinn, uh, first off, let's just start off with what is High Level Games? And I, I was asking earlier, I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, we're a weird little organization, community, company, you guys. You have no idea. Um, <laughs> Tell so, us all about it. <laughs> um, Basically, like all great ideas, it started with me and a buddy drinking too much one night. And we were like, we should start a podcast. And uh, we started recording the High Level Games podcast, and we didn't know what we were doing. And those first episodes make me cringe at how bad everything is. <laughs> but we started doing this. And in order to support the podcast, I said, well, we have a website. And I put the website together. And then... I said, we should have a blog on there, you know, so that we have content for people to go and look at it. And um, so I started doing the blogs, uh, but I found it really difficult to find something to say every day. And uh, so I started pressing all my friends to write for me. And um, I got them to start writing listicles for us. <clears throat> And so as time went on, um, it was too much even for my group of friends, and I started recruiting writers that I'd never met. And uh, the blog portion of High Level Games took off. Um, the, we now have somewhere in the neighborhood of about uh, 25 or so writers on uh, <laughs> uh, as far-flung as Japan, Australia, the United Kingdom. Uh, we had one for a while in the Eastern Europe, uh, a few in the States, and, and uh, in Canada as well. And uh, so they all started writing for us. And as time went on, the community continued to grow and become engaged. And I really started to have a vision for high-level games, that it was going to be an online makerspace for tabletop role-playing games. And so what I said was every single person I know who plays uh, role-playing games always knows of like a dungeon master or a player or something that writes all their own stuff and builds all these great worlds and does all this cool stuff. But nobody beyond their little tiny gaming group will ever see that stuff, right? Because maybe they don't have the moxie to get it done or maybe they don't have the skills. And 
I started to see these connections that I could make within the community. So maybe somebody was really good at writing, but they needed an editor and a layout person and formatting and somebody to help them with contracts and somebody to help them with art. And I said, well, we have all of these people in this community and I'm willing to start putting these connections together. So as time went on, we started adding more podcasts and more writers and doing different things. We started writing uh, game products. We wrote uh, what we call our one-pager from a previously unpublished author who went on. He's now one of our uh, partners in High Level Games, uh, Josh Heath, and he wrote Cat's Meow, which is a one-page adventure. And then we started producing that for like D&D 5th edition, D&D 3.5, Pathfinder, Savage Worlds, um, uh, what else? The Cypher System, and uh, 13th Age. And so we produced it for all these different systems, but the same adventure, and started then we started doing five more. And uh, those should be re being released right away. But in the meantime, we started producing on Storytellers, uh, or on, what is it called? Storytellers Vault uh, for White Wolf, or is it White Wolf? But um, th with the Vampire the Masquerade, we've produced five different products for them that was all previously uh, from, from Josh, who was a huge uh, Vampire the Masquerade nerd, so he wanted to produce these things, and they gave us a platform to do that. And we just started doing this stuff. As time went on, we started getting contacted by other podcasts uh, who wanted to um, be a part of our community. And so we started the High Level Games Podcast Affiliate Network. And so that are these are podcasts that are doing their own thing. And uh, what happens is, is that we as a community try to help them when they have problems, you know, if they need help with uh, editing or if they need help with getting the word out or whatever. And so we started producing all of this stuff and we're starting to move into YouTube content and Twitch streaming, which I'm very, very new at. And uh, so if you go to my Twitch channel, which is high underscore level underscore games, um, it's gonna look bad you guys but be forgiving please <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm brand new to, to that part of it and it's just gone beyond our expectations it really has um, I mean we started out with a few of my friends hoping to have like uh, a few people listen to us rant about the hobby that we loved now we have this huge community of creators of all different types coming together. We're all helping each other. Uh, we've started some friendships um, from people from all over the world that, uh, I mean, uh, when we went to Gen Con, I'd been working with some of these people for over a year and I met them in, you know, meet space the first time at Gen Con this year. And it was, it was immediate, right? Uh, we had great friendships and great rapport because we constantly had the shared love of the hobby and we just, we wanted to help people, right? And this is what makes high level games, I think different from a lot of companies is that we're not in it to, you know, make money. I mean, we started out playing up this joke that we were this giant corporation. Unfortunately, some people thought we really were and we we're like ripping people off or something. <laughs> and I was like, it's just me and a buddy in a basement. Like, it's, it's not really that. <laughs> but, no, hang uh, on, guys. Wait, we were just joking. Exactly. But uh, what brings our community together is our shared love of the hobby, but also that we want to help each other be better. Right? And so um, over and over and over again, when somebody has a problem doing whatever project they're working on, we try to find a way to get in there and help them. And that means that some people that are writing for us, um, they just want to be better at writing. And so we pair them with an editor that works with them and helps mentor them and works uh, on getting their stuff, you know, uh, to a better level, right? To a higher level, uh, if you will. And um, it is all, every single one of the one pages we're about to release are all previously unpublished authors. Um, every single one of the pieces of artwork are um, from artists that haven't uh, appeared in the gaming industry before. Um, it's been really, really ridiculously exciting to be a part of this community. And um, I mean, we're, 
we, we, the hits we're getting on the website are astounding to us. So uh, the community continues to grow and we're really excited about what the future holds. So let me ask you, uh, what, what caused you to say, hey, you know what? I could do this. <laughs> I mean, aside, I I said aside I from the drinking too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of got out of control, right? It just one thing kind of led to another and people kept on saying, well, couldn't we do this? Or I kept on having ideas of new things or I saw connections I could make with two people and I just started doing it. And Before so- Before you had too much time to think too hard about it. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it's gotten way out of control at this point. Um, you know, we're doing a little bit of everything and we're trying to- be a multimedia uh, maker space for tabletop role-playing games. And so it's, it's all over the place. We're doing a million different things under the high level games banner, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. The chaos is a beautiful thing, right? Uh, and I love the community. I just, every time I think that, I have seen how amazing the people that are working with us and the, cre the creators we're working with can be. Um, I'm blown away because they surprise me again. Um, over and over again that happens. And it is, it is amazing to be a part of this. Yeah, that sounds uh, absolutely uh, incredible. Uh, we have a comment from Dog Daytona and he says, that sounds so cool. Uh, I love stuff like that. Uh, and like, why like you got so much going on like here like how do you keep track of it all um i have an obsessive relationship with social media and <laughs> so um facebook messenger and google drive are my friends um we run basically because we have so many people in so many different places and so many time zones i mean our CFO and two of our partners are all here in Edmonton and we kind of started it, but um, we've now, we're all over the world, right? And so everything is, um, we're, we do it through Google Drive so that anything that's being worked on can be uploaded in real time and edited in real time. And, um, and then it, it makes it very collaborative in that way. And we use Facebook Messenger a lot um, in that we have multiple threads of different projects that are being worked on so we can continually update each other on what's going on. We have a private uh, high level games creators group that has all the creators that are currently doing something or have done something in the past with high level games and um, any kind of questions or help or requests or conversations that they want to have with each other can happen in that space. We also have a Facebook group called High Level, blah, 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 High Level Games Nation um, that uh, the creators are all a part of, but then um, people that are part of the community can go in there and uh, interact with them as well. Um, but with all of those platforms, it allows everybody to be involved. But I think for most people, they have their um, their little piece of it that they're responsible for. Uh, the only person that has to be kind of touching base on everything is me, <laughs> but I have such good people in the leadership team and we and our editorial team um, that I can delegate or download a lot of responsibilities onto those folks and they will step up in huge, huge ways in order to fulfill those things. So um, I try to give everybody as much freedom to be creative and solve problems because they're awesome and intelligent and I trust them uh, whenever they can. And uh, I just kind of reserve for myself veto power. <laughs> so <laughs> if anything goes way off the rockers, then I go and I can shut it down. But uh, most of the time I go, well, what do you guys think? You do it. You figure it out. That's awesome. Hi. Uh, well, so ch typically Chelsea has uh, a specific question she loves to ask everyone. So I'm going to let her do that right now. At this point. I, oh, you know me so well, Dan. I do. Um, yeah. I mean, I say it on this, this show all the time, um, but clearly it's absolutely true for you. We have so many guests who are passionate so passionate about what they do and it just like oozes out of 
all of your pores, it's so clear that you love doing this. Um, and I am always curious to know where that started, where that came from. You know, what was what was the very first tabletop game you played, and who showed it to you? And you know, what what is one that holds a special soft spot in your heart that you go back to and play over and over again? You know, where where does the passion that you clearly have for tabletop gaming come from? Let me take you way back in time with me, uh, about 25 years ago, when I was a wee lad, and um, I went to a, I mean, it's not bad enough that I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons as a teenager, but I was also into dra drama quite a bit, so like, I was really, really popular. I'm and, a drama nerd. <laughs> and drama so, nerds of the world unite. Yeah, and I went to a drama camp in Vermilion one year, and um, it was amazing. It was a great experience and, and stuff, um, but my roommate at drama camp had this game called Ninjas and Super Spies by Palladium, which uh, I'd never seen anything like it. There was no board, there was no anything, um, and I didn't understand how to play it, and he just gave it to me and I went home with it and tried to figure it out and I couldn't <laughs> but uh, then that summer uh, again somebody showed up with this old beat up red box of D&D &D basic and um, we started playing and we didn't even have the right dice for it so we like raided the local our, our risk box and used d6s to try to figure out how to make that somehow be a d20 and it didn't work, but we started we started telling stories. And what I got immediately is that we could tell a story and for a while we could inhabit this universe that we ourselves had total control over. And, I mean, in my childhood wasn't often the happiest. And so there was an escapism there, but there was also a place where in this world, I could be not just safe, but powerful, mm. right? And um, when the bad thing happened, I knew how to deal with that problem. I knew exactly what to do. Um, and pretty quickly, I started creating these friendships. And friendships created over a shared storytelling process became more deep than any friendship that I ever had. Sometimes I wonder if I know how to make friends outside of tabletop role-playing games <laughs> anymore because I get together with my buddies every Sunday afternoon and uh, we play for a few hours. And... We've seen babies born and moves happen and careers change and marriages and divorces. And we've been there for each other through the whole thing. And it's because sometimes we pretend to cast spells, right? <laughs> and and um, there is connection that you make there. And there is an emotional depth that is there. I am a living embodiment of, I don't believe in the words, it's just a game. It's not just a game. Play more games, as Will Wheaton says. Um, games, especially storytelling games, will bring you emotional, emotional <laughs> depth and, rich, and richness. And uh, I mean, studies will show that it increases empathy and it builds relationships. And uh, these things will make you a better person. Because of games, I've not only had great relationships and great friends and told amazing stories that you, no one would believe, but I've learned about myself and I've learned about other people. And I think that I've become a better person. And in the darkest times of my life, the dice and a few books and some paper and a few of my buddies and a mountain of Mountain Dew was always there for me. Mm -hmm. That's that's the one thing about like tabletop role playing games that uh, that even I come I keep continually coming back to um, is that there's there is a bond between you and and the players and like the 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 entire group that 
you just can't explain until you've actually experienced it, right? Like, absolutely. There's there's something super special about tabletop RPGs that you just can't get anywhere else. Now, I'm I love video games. I love to be immersed in in like video game worlds, but there's something nice and 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 incredible that can happen when a bunch of people sit around a table just talking like they're wherever uh universe or whatever uh play play area or play space that you're in it's it's an incredible it's an incredible time and it's an incredible thing that can happen around a table um and it's it's almost like it's magic right and absolutely even if, even if the story happens you know to take a tense or a serious turn i mean i know my experiences Dan has for a while been GMing some Star Wars D&D for a group of us. Um, and it never ceases to amaze me uh, how much I laugh. Like, I don't think I laugh as hard or as much any other time or place in my week than I do when I come to, like, join the Star Wars D&D group at, you know, for, on Friday nights. Absolutely. I, I think that... I mean, there's two things that people I don't think get from the outside that haven't experienced that. One is it's this collaborative creative process, right? Uh, the collaborative creative storytelling process only exists in a few places, and it's more kind of pure in role-playing games in a lot of ways than it is in other places. And the other places are like movies or theater or television where everybody there has a little bit of input on the story. The actor brings the lines to life in a particular way. The writer writes, the director directs. Somebody had to put that certain couch or certain car there. I mean, and so everybody's telling a piece of the story in a different way. And you get those things happen, but it tends to be a little more static. But in role-playing games, it's so much freeform and everybody's uh, kind of moving and reacting in real time, which I think bubbles a lot more emotional depth out uh, just because you kind of have to do that right now. And I think the other part is what we do there is ancient and primordial. I mean, yeah, D&D is only invented in the 70s. But there is something very core to the human experience about sitting around in a circle and telling stories together mm. that all people in all cultures have done since the beginning of time. And this is a way in the modern age that we're able to capture that in a way that makes sense for us right now. And I think there's, there's some beauty there. That's like mm -hmm. so, so true. Um, I do have a, an amazing comment here in in the in the thread that I'd, I'd like to point out, and it's again from Dog Daytona, uh, and he said when he did his first year of volunteering for the for the Edmonton Expo, uh, that was how they wanted uh, people to meet. Uh, so they rented this place for like five hours, and all of us just sat down and just played tabletop. That's and that amazing. Made a friendship that still exists to to some of the, the people there, um, which is so amazing. And that, like, that's, that's such a great way to like bring people together. Like if you, if you're having something like an event or something like, and you want uh, a bunch of people like who don't know anybody or don't know each other, this is, that would be a great way to like get to know people. Like it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's amazing. Even though you're in a different place, or you're 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 role playing in a different area. Like it's amazing what kind of friendships can come out of playing role playing games. Yeah, and it's it can go bigger than that. I mean, my business partner Josh, he has a vision in the world of uh, he started this group called Reach Out Role Playing, um, and so what he is is he's got a, a degree in peacemaking, um, and so. He actually wants to, he was challenged by a mentor at one point to, um, he said, well, what, how are you increasing the amount of peace here in the United States, because that's where he's from, um, right now? And he couldn't think of anything. And so his vision now is to use role-playing games to bring people together and to um, create more peace in the world. 
And the very fact that when I heard that, I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. That says a lot about the power of tabletop role-playing games. Yeah, I, I 100%. That sounds absolutely incredible. Uh, I would well, love to hear more about that, yeah, <laughs> that initiative. That's, that's amazing. Point. But like you said, it makes total sense. I mean, the very nature of of character building is is perspective taking which is immediately empathy building right and it's just it the cascade effect is it's so cool yeah i i uh, i love how much i've learned about myself and others by taking on characters um i mean i can think of characters right now where i specifically tried to explore an aspect of my own personality so i made a character that ramped that particular aspect way up to 11 and i kind of inhabited that aspect for a while and i went oh okay and i learned a ton about that not to mention that I've played people with radically different perspectives from my own, and I've had to interact as that person over the course of a campaign or a story or a chronicle or whatever. And as time goes on, you really get to know people. And I feel like it's made me a better person in the sense that now when I meet people of radically different perspectives to myself, I instead of going, well, that person's evil or that person's just a moron. And you know what, frankly, they might be. But, <laughs> but the first thing I think of is, well, what's their perspective? How did they get here? How do they see the world? That's, a, that's amazing. Now, speaking of characters, oh, I keep bumping this table. Um, speaking of characters, is there a certain character that you've had uh, over the years that's kind of really stuck with you? <laughs> well, yeah, um, many, many. I usually game master, so I don't get to play as much. But a few years ago, we ran a five-year-long D&D 3.5 campaign. Holy cow. And um, it was amazing and epic. And we went from first level to, I think, like 17th level by the time we retired and saved the universe and stuff. Um, <laughs> all you do. All on a, a on a natural one, by the way. We saved the universe on a natural one, but uh, that's a whole another story. <laughs> but uh, I played the kind of leader of that group, who was a paladin by the name of Sir Winthrop Ramath of the Order of the Fury Sun, and uh, I just wanted to play this. Uh, my background academically is in history, and so I wanted to play the classic knight in shining armor and i wanted to play up all the tropes of being a not super smart but really good person uh, that was just out to protect people and help people and be there for people but was little kind of arrogant i wanted to play with like the characters that i really enjoyed from that in other media like your your thor or captain america or superman like these kind of boy scout nobler than thou characters who sometimes don't get why other people have so much nuance and they see the world very black and white and i played that character for a long long time and i mean that included a uh, period in which he you know he was a noble person in a medieval world so i treated anyone that wasn't noble really badly at first <laughs> Not because I was a bad person, but it's because that's how the world works. You know, peasants are there to serve me because I'm a noble. Mm -hmm. But there was a period in, in his life where he lost his powers by accidentally doing an evil act. And um, he went on this grand quest. But during that time, he had a crisis of faith. Uh, and his deity that he was beholden to, he felt broken from and he couldn't see a way out. And so... I got to explore what that looked like. How does a person completely lose their faith in regaining? And I mean, at his height, he was the most noble knight ever to yell huzzah and run into danger. <laughs> but at his depth, he literally was hiding in the rat catcher's house and huffing kerosene and uh, <laughs> crying uh, when anyone asked him what was wrong. And he's supposed to be larger than life. And he trying to figure out this arc where this person kind of was arrogant, saw himself 
battered and beaten and broken and separated from everything and have the only person that he could turn to in that moment being the lowliest person of the low, the rat catcher, um, changed him forever. And so he went on to believe that peasants are there for nobles to serve them. And that the mark of true bravery is generosity. And he went on the rest of his life. He eventually became king of his little, <coughs> excuse me, king of his little uh, area and stuff. But uh, during this time, he changed his perspective on the world and started to say, no, I could maybe do more help than killing the ogre by giving treasure to the orphanage. <laughs> right? And um, it, it, was, it was incredible. I tell some people um, that play in different kinds of campaigns about that one. We spent literally hundreds of thousands of gold pieces over those five years on charity, on rebuilding the local church or um, replanting crops or making sure that people had enough to eat or marching refugees from one place to another and it changed the tenor of the whole campaign and i will always have a soft spot in my heart for that big dumb arrogant knight <laughs> that's nothing like me um but part of me was definitely in that and it was a beautiful kind of arc to participate in for five years wow. that's incredible and it's it's amazing what you can see like like following a character after five years, seeing him go from a height to the the lowest depths and then back up again, doing that whole arc. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So, so on on quicker games that you play, um, that may be shorter campaigns than five years, do you have <laughs> a go to race or class or you know type that? when you're looking to like build a quick character for a quick game that is sort of like your go-to? Um, I don't know that I do. I mean, I used to. I used to be all about the mages. I had a very <laughs> angsty teenage kind of like emo bard phase. Oh, so um, of course casters are right <laughs> up your alley. Yes. So I had, I had a whole, uh, mostly it used to be mages, um, but I have, I rarely play them anymore. Um, and, now the challenge for me is I want every character to be very different from the one I played before. Um, like after that character that I just told you about, Winthrop, the next character I made was a, uh, a mage who was an awful, insecure um, person who was super smart but morally ambiguous and named Drek. Um, that, you know, grew up fighting rats for food. And, uh, you know, I just, he had to be very different. And so um, my current uh, characters that I'm playing in the Savage Rifts campaign that I'm doing is um, a mind melter by the name of Jen. <laughs> and uh, she is the sweetest young girl, not young girl, but she's she's 18, but she's very... Um, she sees the world through Pollyanna kind of rose colored glasses and she has in, in Savage Worlds, you take hindrances and her hindrances are always positive and heroic. So she actually looks at the world and she's had multiple kind of traumatic events in her childhood, but she looks at the world and she kind of can't accept that bad things happen to good people and will do everything in her power to stop it. <laughs> Which one other person in the campaign has described her as a ticking time bomb. Um, <laughs> which I think is probably pretty accurate, but right now she's super nice and her name's Jen and she just wants to help people. <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. All right. Uh, so I'm going to have to uh, quickly wrap things up here, but where can people find high-level games and all this amazing goodness that you guys got going on here? Uh, we are all over the place. Uh, our website is highlevelgames.ca, and you can go there and find links to pretty much everything. Uh, we have blog posts going up on highlevelgames.ca uh, usually every weekday. Um, 
And we also have a Patreon at uh, patreon.com backslash high level that you can check out. And patrons get exclusive uh, access to any product that we are we produce, we give for free to our patrons first. And uh, we are on Twitter at HLG underscore corporate. Uh, we're on Twitch at high underscore level underscore games, all lowercase. We're on Facebook. At, we have a page called High Level Games and a Facebook group called the a High Level Games Nation. Um, and we're on YouTube at High Level Games. And I think that's everything. We're also on <laughs> Drive Through RPG and Storyteller's Vault. If you search for us, we, you can find us. So uh, go and check that stuff out. We have a bunch of products out there, usually priced around a buck. And um, yeah, we're all over the place. Come and check us out. And if you want to get involved, if you want to be a creator, if you want to be part of a podcast affiliate network, not that I would take anything away from the uh, ATV uh, uh, Alberta Podcast Network, which is an amazing organization everyone should check out. Um, come and find us. We will be open to listening to you. Our criteria is you got to love tabletop role-playing games and you got to want to create something. And once in a while, we're going to ask you to help somebody else and we need you to say yes. That's awesome. That's a, that sounds like an amazing community. Uh, and you guys are awesome. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a lot about uh, some of the events that are coming up here in the Edmonton area. Okay, so the Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. And now our network is even bigger. Uh, we've been just adding just a ton of new podcasts uh, and a whole bunch of new ones that are just, they just added that are from Calgary, uh, which is expanding our network even further across the, this great province of ours. But I want to talk about one of the, the older podcasts, which is the Tight Ends podcast uh, for a moment, because that's the one I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, and that's mainly because I'm going to be on the show. <laughs> I'm going to be a co-host here uh, on, I think, the 28th. I'm supposed to be joining Vanda uh, as we are going to talk a lot about CFL and some nerdy stuff. It's going to be great. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm going to be on their podcast. And so I've been listening to their podcast. Uh, it's fantastic. It's so much fun. Uh, if you want to learn a lo little bit about football, uh, this is a great place to go and check out. So go and check out albertapodcastnetwork.com for just a ton of amazing Alberta-made podcasts. And guess what? We're on there too. So go check it out, albertapodcastnetwork.com for the list of amazing podcasts. All right. So... Like I said, we got a bunch of, of, of like events that are happening here in the city. We always have just a ton of stuff that's going on all the time. And it, it always blows me away. Every time I go into the, the uh, Facebook or wherever to find some of uh, the events that are happening in the city, man, there's tons of stuff going on. Uh, this, this part of the show always makes me so happy and so sad at the same time. It makes me so happy to hear about all of the awesome things happening in Edmonton. And it makes me so sad that I don't <laughs> live there to get to go to any of them. <laughs> Uh, yes, it, there's so much happening all the time. And we're going to stick with this whole uh, tabletop RPG theme. Sorry. Uh, and we have on November 23rd, which is, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Uh, which is, I believe, Wednesday. Uh, and and we, there is, oh, sorry, Thursday. Uh, there is a D&D &D 101 happening over at Mission Fun and Games. Yeah. 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 It's going to be awesome. Uh, go check that out. It's like, I mean. If, if you've if, never played tabletop games before, it's really like, it's so worth it. Go and check it out. If listening to Quinn talk about tabletop gaming hasn't inspired you to go and try it, 
um, then take our word for it. Um, sitting around Dan's kitchen table playing Star Wars D&D is like the highlight of our every couple of weeks. Um, and I'm always sad when I have to miss it. So you should really get on this train of awesomeness and join us all. Drink yeah. the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and Mission Fun and Games is just a, a fantastic place. Uh, go and support them. Uh, it's g- great to have Rick, like brick and mortar. Rick, <laughs> it's it's your fault, Chelsea. Uh, it's great to have brick and mortar stores here, uh, and yeah, it's great. So go check that out. D and D one hundred and one at Mission Fun and Games on November twenty third. Uh, moving along, we have the Way Gaming. Uh, Overwatch tournament. So I don't know. I don't play Overwatch, which is one of those things which is surprising because um, I had so many friends that are like, "You got to play this." I can't. <laughs> I'm not a very big competitive shooter because they stress me out so bad. <laughs> Every time I'm like, like the the controller is like falling out of my hands because it's sweating so much. Oh, I I have such a hard time. Uh, but yes, uh, if you are into uh, like Overwatch at all, go check this out. This is over at uh, Overclocked Gaming, and this is happening on November 24th. Uh, head on over to our website. We'll have all the details up there uh, for all you guys to check out. And we got uh, on November 26th an introduction to resin casting at Just Because Cosplay. Nice. So, uh, Right now, uh, it's it's one of those things. Like, if I don't know a whole lot about resin, but if you want to get into like cosplay or any of that kind of stuff, like costuming, and I'm I've got some stuff that I'll be working on here in the next little while. I got Marcus, uh, a friend of our show of the show here. He's going to be making me some cool stuff here. Uh, so I'm going to have some stuff coming up, but. If you want to get into uh, learning about how to build your own cosplay, uh, go check out Just Because because they are a phenomenal resource for all that kind of stuff. Uh, and like I said, they have this uh, introduction to resin casting. It's The cost is $30 and it runs from 1 to 3 o'clock. So go check that out. Uh, Happy Harbor Comics is one of the the great comic book stores in our city uh and on november 30th one of the great things about happy harbor the the one thing that i really uh love about them is that they got this program called the artist in residence uh where you get to pretty much spend your time drawing making comics just in their store it's a fantastic program uh go check that out go to the happy harbor website and find out more details uh, like on uh, more or uh, de- man ed's getting late uh, <laughs> go check the the website out for all the details on the comics uh artisan residence program uh it's a fantastic fantastic program uh there's some amazing artists that have come out of that thing uh and it's just Fantastic. Uh, December 1st, we have the Zelda Symphony here in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's happening at the Alberta, the Northern Alberta Jubilee Auditorium. Oh, man, this looks so much like so much fun. It, like, it really does. Uh, if you want to hear some great video game music, uh, Zelda's got some classic, classic music. Uh, so, yeah. Just fantastic. Uh, December 2nd, we got the recording 101 at the Edmonton Public Library. Uh, now, this is one of those things where if you want to get into like podcasting or just recording in general, uh, the Edmonton Public Library actually has like these recording booths right in the, in the library. They got tons of these, these amazing resources for anyone to just kind of use. Uh, but they do have a workshop that's happening on December 2nd. Uh, from 11 a.m. and 12:30 p.m. Uh, yeah, just go check it out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, it's it's a great way to learn a lot about recording and and just the that whole side of things. Uh, fantastic. Uh, moving along, we got the live model drawing happening over 
on December 10th at Happy Horror Comics as well. Uh, this, like, if you're an artist in Edmonton and you want to like really up your skill, these are the perfect way to really do that. Live model drawings are the are the definite way to do that uh, to get yourself to that next level. Uh, and they do such a fantastic job. Uh, and this one is, uh, they usually tell you what kind of theme it is, but they're not telling me this time. Uh, but yeah, go check that out. Happy Harvard always does a fantastic job of that kind of stuff. Uh, and I've got one more. Uh, it's a little bit further into the, into the new year here. Uh, but I want to quickly mention that Animathon has a taste of Animathon uh, on January 19th at the Shaw Conference Center uh, to go check that out as well. Thank you so much, Quinn. You've been a fantastic guest. It was you. You've been fantastic. Uh, I love talking about art, like tabletop RPGs. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. So thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank today. you guys for having me on. Uh, it's really, really exciting. I love um, that kind of we are living in the golden age of nerd right now. Yes. And uh, all of us are part of a, a movement to mainstream uh, stuff that used to be socially costly to say the least. <laughs> and so I, I love that you guys are really working on uh, making sure that people know about uh, local stuff and uh, definitely demonstrating just how vibrant the nerd community is in and around Edmonton. Uh, I do have one other event that is coming up uh, just in a short little bit here. Um, and it's called Twitch Mass. Uh, I don't know how he's sending it to me. But uh, it'll be something if you are into Twitch streaming, I believe this is one of those uh, chances to get together with the Edmonton community, uh, which is a, a fantastic and it's a great way to if you are trying to learn a lot more about Twitch streaming and what it takes to do that. This is a place where we got some great Twitch streamers here in Edmonton. Like, I mean, top notch. Uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, we will have it up on our website. Uh, we'll, we'll do that, all right? Uh, so check that out, Twitch Mass. Uh, once we get all the details, we'll, we'll let you know. Can, can I just, I forgot to plug one yes, thing. For sure. Do I'm it, there. always. Okay, um, the podcasts on my podcast affiliate network wouldn't forgive me if I didn't <laughs> mention them. So I'd love to make sure that you guys know that on uh, Google Play and iTunes, a lot of these are available. And that includes all the high-level games podcasts, which includes high-level games podcast, uh, leveling up. Those are the two podcasts that I do, as well as a couple of actual plays that are all on our high-level games feed. But also, we have in our podcast affiliate network uh, podcasts like uh, Mystery Fantasy Dungeon 9000, uh, <laughs> Nerd Mantle, uh, the Dragon Sword podcast, uh, Dawn John and Dragons. That one is really fun because um, it's told in character for an archlich and a retired adventurer arguing about things. And uh, Dragon Sword podcast, they play the podcast as an actual role play playing game as they're playing and then they answer questions about role-playing games in the role-playing game so if you can wrap your head around that that's super fun um and the heavy metal gms and i'm probably forgetting a couple so for those of you that i forgot i'm very very sorry but you can find them go and check them out download them they're producing amazing stuff and they're super fun awesome uh, i got the details real quick uh it is december 30th Edmonton Twitch live stream holiday party, and that is happening at High Score, uh, which is our uh, esports pub now here in Edmonton, which is a fantastic place. Had so much time, uh, so much fun last time I was there. Uh, it's great. So there you go. Check that out. All those events happening in our city. There's so much more happening. If you guys want to let us know uh, if you have an event that's coming up, let us know <laughs> uh, what's happening. We'd love to plug it here on this show. Uh, we want to thank everyone out there who listens to this show and ask everyone that if you can to share it with your friends on social media. The Northern Nerdcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. 
and is produced by myself along with Chelsea Thompson and Trina Schessel. And you can find more information about the Northerner Network by checking us out on Twitter at Northern underscore nerd, on Facebook, on facebook.com slash Northern Nerd, youtube.com slash Northern Nerd Network, or even checking out our very own website, Northern Nerd Network.com. Well, once again, I want to thank everybody out there for watching and or listening to this edition of the Nerdcast, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.